1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: You know, we said it in the headlines yesterday, which is, if you look at the amount of money that is bet on college football, you would think, oh, the NFL is so much more. No, NFL is about, a 100 let's say, $150 is bet on the NFL. About $100 is bet in college football. And in some places, more is bet in college football. This is... Almost half of the football handle, the football handle is by far the biggest handle when it comes to any sport, right? It's all about football season. We know that as sports media people. We know that as gamblers. Jonas, I don't think there could be any lead other than for the first time, I mean, in World War II, there were games and the depression, just go down Vietnam War. Not going to be games, it looks like, in the Big Ten or Pac-12 at minimum.
0: Yeah, it was made official earlier today. The Big Ten Ten announcing earlier that they had canceled fall sports, but there is hope that they are going to try and play a football season in the spring. Shortly thereafter, the Pac-12 also added that they will not be playing fall sports, but they also included that they will not be having sports period the rest of the calendar year and no promise of a spring football season.
3: And let's be candid, certainly no promise of that from the Big Ten. No. Right? Because we always ask ourselves, what is the cost? What is the expense of saying something? And oftentimes, it's, it's very little, if no expense, no cost. So what happens is Big Ten looks like, oh, there's reason for hope. So whatever your outrage is, withhold it because it may only be a delay. You know, I remember there would be uh, – Businesses that would open up in a small town. You know, I grew up in a small town in Ohio, right on the river, right about an hour from Pittsburgh. And there were 4,000 people in the town, coal mining town, and there was no stoplights and there was one fast food joint, but it was a Dairy Queen that was only open five months a year when it was hot. So a place of uh, not abundance, right, of scarcity. And then a place would shut down that you liked, whatever it was, and there'd be a little sign in the door that said, you know, temporarily closed. I don't think I've ever seen a temporarily closed place open back up, ever. (laughs) I mean, literally, when that sign comes out, you might as well put the nail in the coffin. I mean, if you had to be the odds maker in a moment, what's the chances the Big Ten plays football in the spring and then plays again in the fall of 2021?
0: What's the drop you guys have there? 0.0? Yeah, I I think think it's 0.0 they're going to play in the spring and then turn around and play a few months later. It's not happening.
3: And you know they're not going to give up the the fall football, right? So odds are, let's say, you know, it's interesting. We were talking about the handle in college football. At the South Point, Jimmy Vaccaro, who's a legendary bookmaker in Vegas, the college football handle has been more than the NFL handle – on given, let's say Saturday versus Sunday, how much is bet on Saturday? How much is bet on Sunday? So, at minimum, the amount of excitement and such, you know, from morning to night, noon kickoff to the ten thirty Eastern kick. forgetting Hawaii in the, the <laughs> ultimate bailout games. So, you know, I think we got to break this down with the same discernment and the same vigor that we do a game. And I'll, I'm going to start with this, and it's going to be an indictment of a lot of other people, but hey, tough, because I think it's true. That's all I can do. The amount of fairly intelligent people, seemingly, that have no ability, it seems, to look at evidence and discern it, assess it. I mean, these are national sports writers. The, just the, and there's nothing, you know, I know this isn't supposed to be political. But just the aloofness, it seems, of those that are like, "Hmm, what what have we been doing when it comes? you know, this is me now being them. I'll get a whiny voice. Yeah, what have we been doing that we ever thought? Who was so foolish to think we could play? What? <laughs> I mean, what? It's like the foolishness here, it seems, is the idea of instead of saying, "Hey, could one heart condition? Is that worth a season? That's an interesting debate. It is. Except that's not the debate. The debate is, what's option one and what is option two? Or is there more than that? The broad options, it seems like to me, Jonas, and you can tell me if you agree, you play and you try very hard not to contract each individual player, tries not to contract it, and the teams try to minimize the chance of that. That's option one. Option two is you don't play. And what happens? Well... If the school has students on campus, those student-athletes probably are going to be on campus with them. And if they are having a remote education, they go back to their hometowns. So that's one option that's a blended based on the circumstances. The question isn't, will anyone get COVID playing? The question is, will more players get COVID playing than not playing? Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. So any choice of, is football worth a life, is just a false choice.
0: It's people you agree going, with that? yeah it's people going super super dramatic to try and guilt you well, into it's just theater. wrong though yeah, yeah and it's also they want they want you to feel bad and want to paint you into a corner as oh you don't care about those kids lives and it's no that that's not that's not the point here the point is if they're getting testing every single day and it's a safe enough environment they should be okay to play I, I just
3: or is it even more than that is it that they're better off playing? That's the question. Yeah. Because to me, what, what you learned in, you know, calculus and, and, and probability. And I, I got, you know, I'm one of those weird dudes that has more math than 99 percent of people, but far less math than a PhD or whatever. So I don't ever like act like I'm Mr. Abacus, like Fezzik, who's not, but he acts like he is. But it really is about the following. How much extra exposure will you get playing? Versus how much are the circumstances other than playing improved by being on a team? So let's think about it. If you wanted to make the case playing is dangerous, you would say, you can't social distance playing football. It's just tackle football. Very true. Now, the case has been made. Very little skin-on-skin contact, right? Gloves, most football players, face masks, all of them. Some of them have shields. There's the idea that those shields are going to become more prevalent in the NFL this year, for example, right? Okay. But there's still, you're breathing on each other. There's a chance you might, you know, cough. I mean, no doubt there's additional physical contact playing. That's a negative if you're trying to prevent contracting COVID. That's one side of the equation. What's the other side? Well, what's the alternative for these kids if they're hanging out in campus, let's say, on campus. They're going to be in the dorms. They're going to be thinking, what's the point? I'm not going to play for a year at minimum, or, you know, maybe potentially they're thinking spring, but who knows, right? Right. Are they really going to be as focused? I mean, I think we all know from every movie we've seen about chess teams, marching bands, anything in which kids who are at risk becomes part of a whole participating it gives them motivation. It gives them peer support. Is How much does that go away here? Not to mention the medical side of it, the testing daily, the idea of in a dorm, no one's getting tested hardly, versus you go back to some cow town, and I grew up in a cow town. I promise. There's not many cow towns, more cow town than where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hardly. And l- literally... Literally, the idea that anyone where I grew up cares about this, they're just spitting on the ground saying those P.U.S. Yeah, you know what I'm saying here, right, is they're all thinking that this talk of masks, it's not political to them. It's like breathe in some coal soot for the last 30 years, buddy, if you want to see what pain is. That's the mentality in these towns. I promise you it is. I mean, how many people were in it? You grew up in a fairly big town, right? Like 100,000, I remember?
0: Yeah, I, but I think growing up, it was less than that. It's gotten bigger since you know, since I've grown up. But yeah, it was a little bit bigger than that. But my family, uh, my dad originally was from Monmouth, Illinois, which is the western part of the state. Really small town. Uh, I've been back there to visit. I mean, it literally is. All right, is, so
3: give us an indication of what it was like to visit there.
0: Uh, here's what it was like. It's 1st Street, 2nd Street, and 3rd Street. That's legitimately their names. And, and and that's all you need cuz you're that's not at the gonna edge town them. third street. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's <laughs> literally it. And it was corn the uh, the hotel we stayed at the entire you look out the back window most hotels you see a swimming pool it was literally corn for as long as you could see.
3: And let me think on a scale of 1 to 100 how tough Were the people – and let's look at it inversely. How open were they to the sensitivities of the big city? Let me see. Zero? Yeah. Open? A hundred? Tough?
0: Yeah, deal with it. Oh, you got a problem? Deal with it. I dislocated my kneecap when I was out there, and they popped it back in and (laughs) refused an ambulance.
3: (laughs) here's, Here's the thing. No one is saying that's a preferred way. I do think there's a beauty and a simplicity to that life that is lost sometimes. I've been in Vegas over 20 years, so I know both sides of it, right? And I do think there's appealing parts to that, and I think there's ignorant parts of it. Ignorant because they don't know anything else. I get it. I'm not here saying it's better or trying to exalt the middle America. I'm saying that's the reality. Where these kids are going home to if they are not classes on campus, and many schools won't have classes on campus, where they're going home to is going to be like that. So to me, I think the following is a very fair statement. That a given football team, the Ohio State football team, for example, I think it's fair to say we'll have more COVID cases not playing than playing. I'm not positive. I think it's fair to say that would be a conclusion. Would you agree, Jonas, that's a very possibly a conclusion that would be accurate.
0: Yeah, and I'll take it a step f- further. I think it's actually more dangerous because they're not going to be tested every day like they would be if they were playing football. So they can end up having it, not showing symptoms, and then giving it to somebody else because they're not getting tested every day.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to – Try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids. And we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199.
1: Go to TrustAndWill.com slash CRShow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will, and again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com crshow show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com crshow CR show. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.
0: Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. It's almost like we don't appreciate how good a player is on defense until later on in their career. It's it's only until later on in your career we you go, oh that guy's a really good defender. Like I know Kawhi Leonard, one of his best attributes is, man, Kawhi Leonard is, you know, an all-around great player, but nobody was talking about Kawhi Leonard and just his defense early on. It was I
3: actually, you know Jones, I rarely disagree with you on sports matters. A gambling, we don't ever disagree because you don't disagree with me, but I'm going to disagree with you on this. I was a big... Tell me if I'm wrong here. I was a big Spurs fan. Big at the time. And what I saw was Kawhi... Everyone thought in that second year... Remember, if I'm correct, second year Kawhi, they lost to Miami. And that was when there was the amazing shot at the end of the game. They already were bringing the trophy out to the Spurs in Game 6. Right. The in-game odds were 95%. Spurs would win. Kawhi... They were up, I think, five free throw to go. Kwai missed it with about twenty-eight seconds and it went the way it went. Yeah. Third year they won it. The big lament that second and third year of Kwai was he needs to shoot more. He needs to take more initiative but he was the lockdown defender to the point he locked down LeBron in both those series.
0: Yeah, but my, my point is when you're talking about why don't we consider defense when we're talking about all-around great players, I mean, Kawhi could play defense early on, but he was never in the discussion of, oh, well, you know, maybe he's one of the all-around great players. I think for the media yeah. it's easier. But that, that makes
3: my point, though, doesn't it? Yeah. The it, fact it, he was such a good defender and it was like, oh, he's a good, you know, spare part. and, and they where, just
0: And they just label him as that. They label him as that, and they move forward. Like You look at some of these players you talk about, it Trey Trey Young, Luka, these guys that don't play good defense, it's easier for us to just look at point totals and averages and just say, oh, well, that guy's a really good young player than it is to factor in and actually do the digging to go, oh, but on defense he does this. Like James Harden. James Harden, I, I want to say, led the league in steals if, if I'm not mistaken. That never gets talked about. It never gets talked about James Harden and his high steal count uh, per game.
3: Now, I think on the steals, here's the thing about Harden, and this is a Bill Simmons theory, generally, that YouTube and the ability for someone who's motivated to put together kind of a hit video of all your Olay type, you know, let them go like a bullfighter type defensive possessions has shamed people into not being so hands-off, no pun intended, because they don't want to be made a fool of or be ridiculed. But Harden, it's Simmons belief, actually started playing better defense because he was so embarrassed by some of the videos that were going around. <laughs> I, I do I do think though, you might have a stat f- flipped Hardened in the bubble, I think leads with steals, but he hasn't for a season. Uh, but uh, but I think his defense has gotten better, and I could be wrong about that. You might you know look yeah, into. Yeah,
0: no, and I'll I'll double check that. But I want to say that he had a, a high steal per game average one year. But again, that ne- it just doesn't get talked about. All we talk about is you know he travels on every play, and then he has a, a great step back.
3: And he was bad on D, but everyone kind of shrugged at it. Yeah. And the last concept I'll say is this: what I'm going to focus more on, do my little piece of this is this concept. Get a stop, get a bucket. There are so many times in an NBA game that if you can get a stop and get a bucket, you win. And if you can't, you lose. And there's two pieces of that. And go back to the final Michael Jordan game with the Bulls, the famous play where he goes and strips Malone. Well, he actually got a bucket, got a stop, and got the final bucket. But if you don't get that stop, they don't win that game. And who knows if they win the title, And ultimately, this is why I think it's so wrong for the supposed smart people to dismiss chips, rings, banners, however you want to say it, because in the end, defensive teams in the NBA win, even though it's not understood that defense is such a big part of why they win by the casual fan. And thus, you look at guys and say, hey, Luka had this many points. And you might think, oh, he's this good. But, you know, why does Luca tend to get beat so much? You know, I'm not saying Luca. I'm saying example of this big score, whoever that is. Why does he get beat so much? Well, maybe it's defense. And if we are not looking at how far you advance in the playoffs or looking at championships, then in a way that's the only way we're ever going to pay attention to defense because it leads to championships. So think about the teams or the players – that have underperformed in the playoffs in the NBA. Usually they're going to be all offense, no defense. And that's ultimately the indictment of that are the losses. And if we act like the PER is all that matters, then we're not giving credit to one of the yields, the results of defense, which is winning. What do you think?
0: Yeah, and also, just a correction, it was Steph Curry who led the league in steals one year, not James Harden. But again, that's something... Probably nobody ever discusses because they just look at him as a liability on defense and and purely an offensive player.
3: It's interesting. Harden, though, as of I think yesterday, was yeah. in, in the bubble. It was.
2: Be sure to catch live
1: editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts watch what you want when you want immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4k picture and sound for every budget with sizes for every room find your perfect phillips roku tv today online or at your local walmart and sam's club
0: billy eilish and phineas o'connell they're with us today on crew call i'm your host
2: anthony Delasandra. billy's vocals it was automatic art
4: you know i had to like
2: Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-series 4K smart TVs. Head to walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
4: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
3: Super Bowl, it's 48-1. to Over-under win total, 7.5. Fezzik and I discussed it. Let's listen.
4: What is
5: the truth behind Kyler Murray? Last year, brand-new head coach, Kingsbury. Rookie comes in, and he's not very good to start the year. Struggled. In fact, during his first four games in September, Kyler Murray, statistically, 25th-best quarterback in the league, well below average. After that point... Kyler Murray became not just a capable NFL quarterback, he was the 12th best quarterback statistically the rest of the year starting week five. What we saw the last three quarters of the season, I feel, is the truth where he was the
3: 12th best quarterback. That's Murray, his baseline, even if he doesn't improve, mighty good, but around him, a lot of improvement. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins
5: comes in. What an upgrade. He is my number three rated wide receiver in the NFL. So Murray had some nice weapons. Kirk, Fitzgerald, but they're nothing special to bring in a Hopkins should really improve
3: the offense. Now, on the other side, the O-line, I mean, especially when Rosen, who I'm not a big fan of Rosen, but Rosen two years ago was thrown from his back. Last year wasn't much better.
5: Yeah, the O-line has actually been the most injured O-line in football, not just last year, but the year before. Now-,
3: now I Hold on a second. So you're saying over two years? They were the most injured or individually in 2018 they were the most injured in 2019 again they were the most injured In both years they were the
5: most injured the odds of that being the case almost a thousand to one rj to have that many injuries
3: all right so a lot of optimism for murray and that segues into fezzik with a best bet prop bet
5: and all my optimism for the offense leads to my prop best bet back to kyler murray over 3850 pass yards Last year, Murray threw for a little over 3,700 yards. I would have expected 3,850 would be about what he would get had he not added that new weapon. But with DeAndre Hopkins, this offense should be dynamite. Remember, Kingsbury loves going with four wide receiver sets, and he couldn't do that properly last year. This year, with three really good wide receivers, best bet Kyler Murray, over 3,850 pass yards.
3: So a guy that I'm taller than, Jonas, over the pass yardage. <laughs> now, last thing is Fez has got a forced pick on every team over under the win total. It, it is seven and a half. Let's hear what it is. I'm thinking it's going to be too conservative. Oh, what I hear so far is you've got a quarterback people are in love with. Number one pick, pedigree, uh, many questions answered, got up to a significant level last year. Take out the first four games even higher. You look at, like, the quarterback tiers and all that stuff, highly regarded. You're saying weapons are being added. You're saying a historic amount of injuries on the O-line, which should not continue. And then lean. Why? Because the odds makers
5: are pricing in a huge upgrade in Arizona. This is a team that only won five games last year. Their season win is 7.5. That's a a 2.5 win upgrade. Only five teams in the NFL— have had that much of an upgrade in their expected season win
3: number. So Arizona's one of the five? Yes. So you're saying if you say the five teams that are expected to improve the most prior or compared to last season, Arizona's on the list? Yes. Who else is on that
5: list? Tampa Bay, Chargers, Detroit, and Cincinnati. Okay, so
3: it's some of this is priced in what do you think of the defense, real quick?
5: Yeah, I do expect defensive improvement. Cornerback Patrick Peterson—he's a stud. He was out six games with a suspension last year, and Arizona did pick up numerous free agents, defensive additions.
3: Yeah, I question those free agents, but let's make it official. Lean. Lean, to
5: Arizona over seven and a half
3: season wins.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk
2: lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
5: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need